At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular. The guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob Longo with you here on today's game day edition of the HHC. Hornets return home to the Hive to take on the Washington Wizards. 7 o'clock tip tonight. You can hear all the action on Sports Radio FNZ. And, of course, you can get the pregame show started at 6 on flagship station Sports Radio FNZ. And you can join us here by getting your tickets at Hornets.com or through the Hornets app. Plenty of stuff to get to on today's edition of the HHC. Yesterday, of course, was Purple and Teal Day. We'll talk about that a little bit. And we want to talk about what we like to see moving forward in tonight's game and for the final two preseason games of the schedule for the Hornets. And, of course, we will get your game preview as well. And joining me on this endeavor is the radio play-by-play voice of the Hornets and, of course, the main guy here on the HHC. That is Sam Farber. Sam, thanks again for joining me on this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Let's begin with Purple and Teal Day that took place yesterday. Great event. It was a great day for the community. Got to come out. Great crowd on hand, watching practice, seeing all of your favorite Hornets players up close and personal. Some celebrity appearances, too, from some former Hornets greats as well so it got us thinking a little bit because again it is a practice setting you see all the high flyers and the three-point shooting and the dunking what we would like to see from a competition standpoint kind of a la all-star weekend where you have the dunk contest you have the three-point contest so let's go ahead and get right into it i'm gonna let you pick where you would like to start on this who would you like to see head-to-head in the dunk contest or in a three-point contest where would you like to start Ooh, I'm going to start off with the dunk contest, and I'm going to take James Booknight. James, his highlight reel through the offseason, it's impressive. He's told us all since he's been drafted out, he has that easy bounce. He's an extremely gifted athlete. And while there are other high flyers on the team like Kai Jones and JT Thor, typically 
big men don't get as big of a grade on their dunks, even if they're as or more impressive than the smaller players. Book is not that short, but still, he is shorter than Kai Jones and JT Thor, so I think his dunks will look just a little bit more impressive, might impress the judges. So if I was picking a guy for a dunk contest, give me James Book. I like to pick. I was kind of thinking about going after Book myself, but we will do Rob rules here, so I will not you know, obviously pick Book. For me, I have a couple of different options left now. I have JT Thor, who is... You know, one of those guys that doesn't quite have the bounce that Book Knight would have, but he's just so long and can probably almost dunk the ball from the free throw line without even really having to jump. But another guy that really flies off the page to me and does, in fact, fly through the air, that's the easy one. That's Kai Jones. The guy is extremely tall. He's just a freak of nature athletically. We've seen what he's been able to do in a couple of instances. Look at what he was able to do for the Bahama national team over the summer, what he did in summer league last year, what he's been able to do in some spurts here and there when it comes to some alley-oop catching and just some wide-open dunks that he's able to throw down as well. So for me, i got to go with Kai Jones. Kai Jones versus James Bookdite. Who do you think wins that, Sam? Yes. Just yes. You don't know. Just everybody, we win because we get to witness it. They're both exceptional. It'd be a lot of fun. I, I think, you know, signature dunk. I think Book's going to have something special. I think the thing with Kai Jones is he might be able to do that free throw line takeoff or maybe get one of those rims, like a mini rim or stick a rim, like at the very top of the backboard and probably be able to dunk into that. But it would be a lot of fun to see. Certainly would be a lot of fun. We might have to put that down for Purple until date next year. Let's move on to three-point competitions. Again, a lot of consistency here. A lot of guys that can shoot the three ball really well. I will let you go first once again because, again, there's several options. So if you take my first one, I have a couple of guys in the hopper that I can pick and choose from. So if you had to pick one guy on the Hornets roster to take down anybody else in a three-point competition on the Hornets roster, who would it be? This is tough because there are a ton of good options. Terry Rozier is already top 10, I think top five or six, actually, in career-made threes for the Charlotte NBA franchise history. Gordon Hayward, I think, statistically was the best three-point shooter percentage-wise last season. Kelly Oubre, when he's hot, he's scalding. He had 10 threes in a game last season for Charlotte. But I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball. I think he is still reaching another level of his game. And also, I think if you tweak the rules a little bit on him in your normal three-point shooting competition and took a, a second or two off the clock, he's got such a quick release, he could probably beat that as well. So I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball just because out of the potential of this entire group, he has got the most room to continue to grow because he's so young and so gifted. He continues to get better and better, but there are a ton of good options on this Hornets team. LaMelo was a guy I had earmarked just because I saw what he was able to do in Chicago last year towards the end of the season where if he gets in a good shooting rhythm, he can't miss. I mean, he is almost automatic no matter where he is on the floor. So LaMelo, certainly a viable option. For me, I feel like I have to go with the hot hand and the hot hand more oftentimes than not would be Kelly Oubre. I mean, we see what he's able to do if he gets into a rhythm kind of similar to what LaMelo would be in this theoretical showdown. I think Kelly would be the guy that you would want to take because if he sees one go in the basket, they're all going to go in the basket. So that's something that you kind of need when it comes to a three point competition. Sure. The consistency is great, but just trying to stay hot and getting into a rhythm is I think the more 
key factor when it comes to a three-point competition? I would know because I'm lucky if I shoot one three-pointer when it comes to pick up basketball with staff hoops with the guys. But, you know, I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to be the expert on this situation. That's just how I would think this strategy would play out. So in this theoretical showdown, Kelly Oubre versus LaMelo Ball, I guess you're going to stick with LaMelo here, Sam? Oh, I'm definitely sticking with LaMelo. I, I like the KO pick. No one gets hotter than Kelly Oubre, so I like the pick. But again, there's just there's so many good options on this team. Terry Rozier can really shoot the three well. So can Gordon Hayward. It would be a really fun tournament, and it happens. It plays out a lot in practice, I might add. So these guys, they love competition, and they play hard, so it, it's a fun one. Hey, go big or go home. That's my motto here, so that's why I'm taking Kelly. Again, Purple and Teal Day, huge success yesterday. Thanks to everybody for coming out. I know it was a busy day, busy weekend in Charlotte. Thanks for spending it with us. We're looking forward to it next year as well. And, of course, if you weren't able to get there, you can join us tonight as the Hornets take on the Washington Wizards. Before we get into our game preview, we're going to talk about expectations, what we're looking forward to, what we want to see in the final two preseason games before the Hornets tip off the ball for good in a couple of weeks in San Antonio. We'll get to that next here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Long. Sam Farber with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast presented by Senta. Hornets taking on the Washington Wizards later on tonight, Southeast Division rival. We'll get into that game preview here in just a few moments. But right now I want to talk about what we're looking forward to. Again, Hornets have two games remaining here on the preseason docket tonight against Washington, and then they head to Philadelphia on Wednesday for a showdown against the 76ers. Again, one of the more prominent teams in the Eastern Conference. Should be a good showdown, should be a good test for this Hornets team as they kind of try to round into shape under the second stint of head coach Steve Clifford. Sam, I will defer to you here first because, again, you are the guest after all. One of the things that we talked about on uh, the other on Saturday's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, talking about the young guys, talking about how the starters were able to really perform well there in the first half, even though it was a loss against Boston. We saw a lot of different moving parts there. There's a lot to like and a lot to discuss when it comes to what we want to see from the final two preseason games. So again, this is something that we talk about after every broadcast here through the first three preseason games. I kind of just give it an open-ended question to you. What would you like to see for the next game? I'm going to do it again here on the podcast for those that don't listen to the broadcast. What would you like to see here as we get to preseason game four here tonight? Well, I think one thing that was different last game was head coach Steve Clifford changed his rotations a little bit. Rather than have mostly starters followed by mostly reserves, he broke up the lineup so that some of these young guys, primarily James Booknight as well as Mark Williams and others, got a chance to play with some of those stars. And I think that's important for these young players because when you get into the rotation in the regular season, you're really not going to see – Mark Williams, Bryce McGowan's, JT Thor, Kai Jones, all on the floor at the same time. You're going to see one or two of them at most mixed in with some of these stars. So I think that's an important thing here to continue to see in terms of the development 
of this team is how they play off one another, not how they play without LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and whatnot on the floor. So I think that's the big thing to watch for here in this game. I don't know how much we're going to see of those starters come the final game of the preseason. So who knows? This might be the last chance, or maybe there will be two more. But I do want to see some further development there in terms of young guys mixing into the rotation. The other thing I would throw in there, and this is, again, not knowing who's going to play in in which game, but we know for Philadelphia they have Joel Embiid. They've got some pretty big size there at the center position, some experienced guys. Washington does not have Joel Embiid. So an opportunity to see Mark Williams against not arguably the best center in the game or most physically dominant one, that would be an interesting thing to see as well. It is a game day. we got to get to our game preview. That comes your way next right here on the Hornets Hivecast presented by Senta. As proud members of our community, the Charlotte Hornets Foundation is committed to inspire a giving culture in our region. This is Executive Director Betsy Mack-Rinke inviting you to learn how you can make an impact. Through our Swarm to Serve initiative, the Charlotte Hornets Foundation focuses on education, hunger, military care, and wellness programs. To learn more about how you can help the Charlotte Hornets Foundation and your fellow neighbor, please visit hornets.com slash foundation today. It's a game day edition of the HHC. Rob Longo, Sam Farber, thanks for joining us on the HHC today as we kind of ramp up things on the Hornets Hivecast. Not quite every day just yet, but, you know, the season is just around the corner. Hornets taking on the Washington Wizards tonight here at Spectrum Center. I mentioned this at the end of the broadcast on Friday as we kind of took a look towards the Wizards here on Monday. Just a couple of news and notes on Washington not very active this offseason. Kind of the same Wizards team that we've seen year in and year out. They did sign Taj Gibson for some little bit of depth. They did re-sign their franchise cornerstone, of course, and Bradley Beal for the next five seasons with that Supermax deal. Also announced late last week that Corey Kispert is going to miss the next four to six weeks due to a sprained ankle. He suffered that last week in Japan when the Wizards were over there taking on the Golden State Warriors. That was a two-game set that those two teams played. Since then, Washington has not played a preseason game. So the first game that the Wizards will be playing in the 2022-2023 season. The first game on American soil, at least, will be here at Spectrum Center. You can get your tickets at Hornets.com or through the Hornets mobile app. Last home game of the preseason before the Hornets take it on the road for one more preseason game and then, of course, start the regular season in San Antonio. That's coming up next Wednesday as well. So, lots of stuff to get through here, Sam. We need our players to watch. We need our stat to watch. As the guest of honor, I will let you go first. Where would you like to start? Well, I'm feeling pretty good about my stat to watch because I circled block shots last game, and it was a real positive for the Charlotte Hornets. So let's go there again. I think one storyline over the course of preseason play that's been a real positive, team's done a really good job of taking care of the basketball, and that's something I just I think it's there are some things that have been drilled on by head coach Steve Clifford that are still a work in progress in terms of shoring up some of the defensive principles, not allowing so many open looks at threes or the basket. But one thing that's been an overwhelming positive is taking care of the basketball. And that's something I I think we should continue to highlight and focus on because when you have a young team, sometimes they're prone to mistakes. Even when LaMelo Ball has not been on the floor, even when it's been primarily young, less experienced guys handling the rock, they are not turning it over. So 
I'm going to look at the turnover margin, want to see that trend continue here for the Charlotte Hornets. Good one to pick for reference on Friday against the Boston Celtics. The Hornets were able to double up Boston when it comes to turnovers. Celtics turned the ball over 20 times. Hornets turned it over just 10. Also resulted in 25 points off turnovers for the Hornets. So certainly a good stat to look at. For me, I'm going to go in a different direction and look at the offense. I want to see the three-point shooting get better. I understand it's a preseason. Everybody's still trying to get their rhythm back. They're trying to get their release point. Just trying to get their shot down. I understand that, but I would like to see it kind of roll into regular season form sooner rather than later as the Hornets struggled from beyond the arc in the first two preseason games. And then again, Friday, a much better improvement. Started the game three for six from beyond the arc. I think five for 14 after the first quarter and when it was all said and done, they limited themselves on the three ball at 10 to 37 at the end of the day. That's good for 27%. So again, well below the league average, but I understand it's preseason. That's what I would like to see in this fourth preseason game. Probably the last time we're going to see a lot of the starters play a lot of meaningful minutes before the regular season starts. I just want to see them get back in shape in that regard as well. So we got turnovers and we got three-point shooting to look at. Where do you want to go next, Sam? Let's go with players to watch. I'll go with the Hornet first. I've got my eye on Mark Williams. I thought he had a really positive step forward in that last preseason game up in Greensboro against the Boston Celtics. Got some time with some of the primary players, and I think he took advantage of it. I thought he looked really, really good uh, doing some nice things in the pick and roll. There's clearly some things to work on as well, but I liked what I saw from Mark Williams. I want to see him get more opportunities, so he is a player I'm going to circle here for the Hornets for their fourth preseason game. Solid pick. I'm going to stay with the center position, and I'm going to take a look at Nick Richards. I know Nick did not play a whole lot Friday night. He ended up only playing eight minutes. Three points out there, one and two from the free throw line, able to make a bucket as well. A couple of rebounds, did have a block in there. Again, tough to kind of quantify what he was able to do when he's only out there for eight minutes towards the end of the game. Prior to any of the preseason games, Coach Clifford talked about what that center position looked like, and he had Nick Richards pegged as the second man behind Mason Plumley. It seems that maybe that's up in the air now. Of course, Mark Williams did play 17 minutes on Friday night. He looked pretty good, as you mentioned. He was able to develop. There's a couple of things that he needs to work on, but one of those things that Coach Clifford talked about, he likes Mark, he likes Nick, and of course, Mason is your starter. So I want to see what that rotation just in general looks like at the center position. Maybe Mason doesn't play as much tonight. Maybe it's more of a Nick Richards and Mark Williams show. Maybe they split stuff 50-50. We were thinking we were going to see that in the summer league, and we didn't. We saw Nick Richards play two games, and then we saw Mark Williams kind of play the other two games. We didn't see them out on the floor really in the same game splitting minutes. So I would like to see that tonight just to kind of get a closer comparison to the two. So with that said, we only got one thing to look at here in our game preview. That is a Wizards player to watch. And who is that for you, Samuel? Well, we all know about the stars that they do have, primarily Bradley Beal. I think the big key for the Wizards taking a step forward it's not so much what do they get from their superstars. It's what do they start to see from some of these recent mid-lottery draft picks that to this point have yet to establish themselves. So one of those guys is Denny Avdia. He had a really good defensive season last year. He's in the same draft class as LaMelo Ball, who has taken a clear positive step forward in his NBA career. I'm curious to see what Avdia looks like. Is he more of a scorer? Is he able to be more of a complimentary player? Does he 
continue to be more of a defensively focused player. But I think he, as well as Roy Hachimura, Kispert when he's healthy, these are the guys that are going to determine can the Wizards really contend with the Hornets for a playoff spot or are they going to be still on the outside looking in at playoff contention? I was talking to my friend that covers the Washington Wizards for a newspaper in D.C., and we were just talking about this the other day. I know it's, this is a little bit off topic, but he asked me what I thought about the Wizards this year, and I just thought in general they're going to have to stay healthy, and that includes guys like Kyle Kuzma. That, of course, includes Bradley Beal, who has had several really bad injuries to end his season the last couple of seasons. I mean, if you go back to two years ago when he was basically playing on one leg towards the end of the season with a bad hamstring and the Wizards were still able to pull out a win in the last game of the regular season against the Hornets. And then last year he had that wrist injury. So again, if the Wizards stay healthy and you have a guy like Kyle Kuzma play like he did at the beginning of last year, then this Wizards team can certainly get a little bit more interesting. And I think one of the key pieces, and this is my player to watch tonight, is Rory Hachimura. Of course, Denny Avdia is one of those guys you're not really sure what you're going to get out of him quite yet. He has gotten bitten by the injury bug a little bit. Hachimura, for me, is one of those guys where when he came out of college, I wasn't really sure how his game was going to translate into the NBA. He's certainly gotten a lot bigger. He's gotten a lot stronger. That has certainly helped him play in the front court a lot more. Ends up with 13 points in the last preseason game that those two teams played. Again, I know it was a week ago and the Wizards lost to the Warriors 96-87 in Japan, but again, Hachimura was 5-9 from the field. He did not shoot very well from three-point land. He was 0-4, did scrounge up nine rebounds and played 25 minutes. He's going to be my player to watch because, again, if this Washington Wizards team wants to take that next step, I think they kind of have to have those younger guys step up. For you, it's Denny Avdia. For me, it is Rory Hachimura. That's going to do it for our game preview. That's going to do it for this podcast as well. Again, Hornets taking on the Wizards tonight, 7 o'clock tip at Spectrum Center. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 on the flagship Sports Radio FNZ. And if you can't make it to the game, you can, of course, hear Sam and I on the call. Well, Sam will have the call. I will have the halftime duties here on the flagship Sports Radio FNZ and the Hornets Radio Network. Join us. Get some tickets at Hornets.com. Last chance you're going to be able to see the Hornets in person for, well, about 12 days or so because the regular season is right around the corner. For Sam Farber, I'm Rob Longo saying thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, and we'll see you here tomorrow once again on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.